Good morning, Thomas. All right, Craig. Let's go. All right. I was looking for stories, and this one came up. And it does have to do with, like, public health and safety, but not necessarily just the fire and police services. All right. Okay. But I, to me, on. I read this, and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Pretty deep in the, the Reddit. Uh, yeah. Well, funnel. I don't even know where I'm at anymore in this Reddit <laughs> hole. I've gotten, I haven't found the bottom yet, but I'm looking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you'll never find it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never find it. All right. It's true. People do poop a lot in what? ride lines on, at Disneyland and Disney Nobody's going to listen to this anymore. <laughs> All we're talking about is shit. But dude, that, that, this, I read this story. Read me. The, I, I, you lost me at. Whatever. Did you say poop? Yeah. Yeah, you lost me there. So read it again. Here's the thing. And my uh, my amazing mother, she even commented on this. She's like, don't you think now that you and Tom are promoted officers that maybe you should like clean things up? Nope. And I was like, this is supposed to be like firehouse around the table talk. It's kitchen talk. It's kitchen talk, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So it's true. People do poop a lot in ride lines at Disneyland and Disney World. Like in line, they're taking dumps. Where? In Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah, no, no, where? In their pants? uh, Just on the ground. Oh, my God. Like pulling their pants down. Get the fuck out of here. It's savagery. So it sounds too disgusting, too outlandish to be real. The Disneyland urban legend of the gross-out variety. The people are dropping trow and pooping where they stand in lines for rides. But unfortunately, the weak stomach, this rumor is absolutely real. At least twice last month, posters at a Disney World subreddit, see, that's where I'm at, man, commented in fury and horror about the cursed things they've seen while waiting in line. So, wow, have you ever, like you'd go to amusement parks, right? I mean, I've been to Disney World and... I think the longest, we went at a slower time of year and kind of picked our rides, you know, the longest I think I spent, the longest I think I spent in a line was maybe an hour. But like, know? I mean, so. Did you go to like, uh, here's, here's my thought. Elitch and shit? Uh, like Six Flags, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, but they weren't, they weren't like lines like Disney World. No, but like, I always remember when we go to Six Flags there'd be like a couple that was like making out in line or like you'd, you'd give someone like a nasty look in line, but then you're going through that. Yeah, like, you got to see them eight more you're times. You're doing that zigzag. Yeah. So like, all right, someone takes a poop right in front of you and then you're following this horrendous human being for the next hour. All right, so so you're in line for three hours. Is that is that what, is that what does like 
fuck this, man. I've been here for three hours. I mean, don't you think you could, hey, guys, everybody around you, I know we're all strangers, <laughs> but we got two options here. You guys let me get out of line, run to the bathroom real quick. Or I'm, I'm going to poop a right, shit right here. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll give you your space back, man. Come on. I don't want to smell and or see yeah, that. No, I don't want any part of that. Yeah, All right. Please do go to the bathroom. So just from a, a strategical standpoint, right? Strategical. That sounds like a George Bush term. That's strategic. Strategery. Strategical. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have nothing to wipe with. Now, no. now that I'm thinking have, about this. What do they this. call it? The phantom poop? Where you don't have to wipe? <laughs> yeah, no wipers, man. Yeah. That, those are myth, Those, those are, are like mythical. Once, <laughs> once every three months, maybe. Those are mythical. It's not uh, going to happen then you like, in the humidity you of wipe Orlando, a, Florida. You wipe again just to make sure. You're like, did I miss something? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I must have not got the hole. <laughs> so... Now, I guess if you have kids, which you probably do if you're at Disneyland, you're one of those weirdos that goes when you're, you know, just... I think it that's a whole nother Oh, problem, yeah. right? Adult, oh. Adults to Disney World? Come on. With no kids. Like Mickey Mouse in your bunk room? Weird. Yeah, Mickey Mouse tattoos. I find that to be... Do you have a Mickey Mouse tattoo? No, I don't. No. I had a horrible tattoo. I know. We do know this. That was taken care of. You but know somebody with a Mickey Mouse tattoo? I do. Probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't out them. No. no, no, not worth it. You have wet wipes in your stroller in your diaper bag. You're definitely whatever. carrying those. Yeah. Okay, so that's we're on board with that. But if you don't, then you're walking around with a crusty butt for the rest of the day. You're on the tea, you're, you're on the teacups. Yeah, <laughs> just, just handing it. Yeah, you're on the teacups, and you are just like your your butt's just itching like crazy. It's a bad day. Yeah, and you're in Florida, yeah, and you're sweating like crazy. Oh yeah, it's just dripping, Ugh. dripping through, catching it along the way. I never, man. I, I guess, I mean, never thought that that was that could be a thing that somebody would. We've we've seen people take shits in public for sure. Oh yeah, but I was a, at a in stop. a line that did. Eh. I was at a stoplight. What do you think that looks like for the staff? Oh okay, so um, is like a is that is that a code brown across the park? They have like a special code for it. Brown. Dummy. No, it's not. So they respond. They just have, they have a response. So yeah, they Critical, they, they have a CRT team. Critical yeah, they go team. they go over the radio and they're like, hey, we got to we got a major come. emergency. Yeah, and they were in one of these stories that they had in here. It was talking about how this person, like you know, like those control booths, they ran into the control booth, dropped trout in there because I guess they didn't want to do it in line. So this poor soul, who's making like minimum wage. It's like running for their yeah, lives. Like, it's no. like somebody came in with like a bomb strapped to their <laughs> chest and they just run. Oh man, gut bomb, man! Wow. Well, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, that's a that's a that's not public safety, but that's like public, a public health. health emergency, right there. Yeah, I would say that that's you know, public like, emergency. We're, we got to keep everybody informed. Yeah, you want to stay away from park shitters. So I care. DC firefighter fired after stopping for Chick Fil A while on emergency call. Ooh, <laughs> this is good. I can't wait. On the way. All right. On the way. Okay. So, uh, what if he pre-ordered? Okay, so he did. Okay, so uh, he. Now, I would, I'd be impressed if the tone went off, and then he pre-ordered. Like, oh wow, that time, was happening. Yeah, no, like tone goes off. He's like, oh shit, we're going right by Chick Fil A. You know, I have sandwich and fries. 
Boom. Well, let me read this to you, and, and maybe you can make that assumption. A D.C. firefighter with his partner stopped for fast food while on an emergency call in March. He has been terminated. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Two firefighters. So this is serious. This is pretty serious. <laughs> Two firefighters assigned to Ambulance 3 uh, stopped at a Chick-fil-A in Northeast D.C. at around 4 p.m. That's not even dinner time, dude. On March 24th. Instead of responding to a call for a woman suffering from chest pain at a, oh, okay, this is interesting, at a Kaiser Permanente. So there's probably doctors there. All right. Now maybe I'm that, back on board that, with the other guy. That dang GPS. <laughs> they got you. Got me. Uh, the firefighter said they had already ordered their food on the app. While the emergency call came in, so they decided to stop for literally a few minutes, quote. Ooh. Uh, according this to has got to be Fire. like a 15-second stop. They got to be out the door. It can be a stop regardless. Yeah. Yeah. He said that when, when they wrote the report, one of the firefighters said there was no delay in patient care or response. Oops. Well, that's that's probably what did it. That's a lie. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, however, sources familiar with the investigation said the reason the ambulance three was assigned to the call is because it was closer than another medic unit. So they probably heard it go out. Then they got, you know, tapped to it and they're like, we're right here. So anyways, they, okay, so, they terminated those two guys. And I, and I, I, I know the answer to this. So in line paying for food, tone goes off. Finish that. How, first of all, what's the call? So structure fire, we're out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I'd say like structure fire, cardiac arrest. Kaiser Permanente. But like a chest painter at a doctor's office. A uh, stub toe. Yeah, I, it, I, listen. Stage for PD. All emergencies. We'll stage at Chick-fil-A. All emergencies. If I'm on the rig, I'm going, okay? Right. Regardless. Now. That's a good, that's a good officer answer that being said great pc i can understand how you could uh mentally like hey man we're on the way let's go get dinner at the same time man i don't know you can't i mean if you if i'm the next car right let's say that we're it'd have to be like right on the way and you get the text that the the order's ready your dude can run out like grab the bag off the shelf but then why not just go when you get back yeah you know here's where i could see it if, I, if I'm like, all right, so you have one car in front of you. You've already paid, right? Well, like. They're moving. You get yeah, the I call. I mean, you, you probably don't even, you don't even go. In, I mean, I've been to Chick-fil-A while I've been driving the SUV, and, you know, you just don't get in that line. You can't get in the line. You're trapped, oh, no. Yeah, you know? you're, you're, you're screwed. So, yeah. I, Sounds like he would have benefited from a one-person rescue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no man. Yeah, um, I think that these individuals... Fireable offense? Lying is. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's right? the problem. It's like, there's punishment for doing stupid shit, but then saying you didn't do it, that's your problem. I think that these individuals had an internal triage of this call, thought that it was not as important as it probably They closed was. the door? And they probably closed the door. Mm, I think they slammed the door closed. Yeah. <laughs> done those a few times. Pretty early. <laughs> All right, Florida man. Here. You know, do you notice that Florida is in the news? Like when you search for public safety, it seems like Florida is the number one. It's because of the sunshine laws. So when something happens pretty much anywhere else in the country that doesn't have these sunshine laws, um, it can't get released to the press. But Florida can basically like... You, if you're anything in, that happens law-wise. Anything that happens, it can get released, which is okay. why. I'm, I'm not saying that there's not a disproportionate amount of craziness down there because 
I feel I'm sure like if we went to the West Coast, we'd find. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. I think it's like when you have too much sun in your life. No. You don't think that's the case? Well, I think when heat, when people, you know, like when it's 100 degrees or more, people start doing crazy stuff, but there's nothing wrong with too much sun. I don't think it's, I don't think it's right. I think you need to have a bit of, and this is someone coming from the Midwest. You need to have a little bit of realization. A husky in you? Oh, you got to have a little bit of husky in you. Okay. You got to have a hot dish every now and again. Oh man. Okay. When you're sitting inside, you're absolutely miserable. It's been gray for a month. You need that in your life. It can't just all be sunshine and roses. Well, that's a, metaphorically it can't, but literally sunshine and roses every day would be pretty nice, right? No, man, you have, you need to have the other side as well. You have gray. like the Lion King, like dark, dark age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the trees are burned down. Scorched earth, man. That's right, what you yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, these people who live in these places where it's absolutely gorgeous all the time you lose sense now what a hurricane is then (sighs) not really man those people down like my uncle he lives down in florida and like i'll see on the news like oh this huge hurricane's coming whatever he's like yeah no problem we deal with it all the time i think if you're a lifer down there it's different florida man cited for booty patrol trucks resembling a border patrol vehicle (laughs) (laughs) got a picture of this i do um i'll throw it up if you just look up booty patrol Florida. Now be careful. Actually, you're on your private yeah, Wi-Fi. No. You can do, do whatever yeah, you want. Oh, look. It's already filling it in. <laughs> <laughs> Duty Patrol Florida. Yeah, there she is. Florida man. I'll get some. Let's get some images here. Oh, all right. So but, Chevy. Look she- at this. Butt cop. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's look at this. National Booty Behavior Protection. Oh, I love it. Booty Patrol. So we're looking at a white Chevy Silverado. Look at the look at the badge. Look at this. It's an ass. Oh, look at that. I can't. I don't know. Oops. So we're looking oh at a God. a white Chevy yeah, Silverado four door. Yeah, you can put this up. Um, Did you drive a Silverado? Like I that? do now. Uh, it's got a green stripe like Border Patrol. It says Booty Patrol on the back. Oh, we'll, we'll put. We'll I'll put it up. I'll put it up. But we'll for those of you who are just listening, uh, should be watching on Spotify. Wow. It's a nice truck, man. Uh, so a Florida driver was issued a citation when sheriff deputies determined his truck labeled Booty Patrol too closely resembled the Border Patrol vehicles. The DeSoto County Sheriff Office said the white Chevy Silverado, which bears a green stripe on the side. Whatever, man. You can't do that. I mean, there are, there, there are security cops all over the place that have cars and everything that looks look like cops. I think their problem is that they have it looking exactly like a border patrol. Uh, I'm telling you, like you have a light bar on top. It says like patrol on the back. I, that no way that's gonna. That no way that's gonna fly. Well, uh, so I read some of the comments. It is green? You can't put a green stripe on your car. Come on. Yeah, he's saying it's a show vehicle, which clearly it is, right? It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Have a sense of humor. Why would you want like as a cop? Like, why would you want to even get involved in that? Oh, I'm sure that they didn't. I'm sure that Somebody some. Called. I'm sure that some person was like, "Um, excuse me, I think it's rude." Like my son was I'm a- offended. My son was asking what a the booty patrol was. My son said I should get in the booty patrol. <laughs> said I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, too big. Yeah, too, too big. Too small. Too small. Too you big. You can't go too big. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. 
I'll listen to this guy over here. Um, yeah, I, I they get so the DeSoto County Sheriff gets absolutely roasted in the comments. Oh, all right. They're like, is "What are you doing? Like, we're paying your tax dollars, and this is what you're spending it on." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. That's silly." It's not like this guy was like fake pulling people over or, you know, like, yeah, it had a light bar on it. But this, this gentleman was like, I've never. Everybody's laughing. Everyone's laughing at you. Yeah. Like it's, it's a joke. It's supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Like, so that's not going to fly. I mean, he's going to have to pay the, the fine, but. What's the fine? Like for what again? Impersonating. Uh, Impersonating. It's not going to happen. He's not impersonating. I, I hope he fights they don't, this. They don't, nobody owns the green stripe. There's racing stripes over V. Like, lawyers are going to have a heyday with this. I hope he fights it. He will. And then I hope there's a some, There's some lawyer that's going to be all over this. I hope there's a fleet of booty patrols out there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, poor guy. Good luck, man. We're, uh, you know what? If you want to sponsor our show, we'll throw up, you know, the standard spot now brought to you by the <laughs> booty, <laughs> the booty <Patrol>. patrol. <laughs> All right, this one's more of a discussion. Uh, This was a firehouse article that basically times have changed in the fire service and some of our best peer uh, peer support opportunities have fallen by the wayside as firefighter culture has evolved. So it was saying that we have clearly seen the need for peer support and mental health stuff because by some studies, suicide is twice as more likely to kill you than the other line of duty deaths. Even because it's so underreported, it's still number three on the the list of of firefighter killers. And so there's been a push for more organized peer support, taking classes, things like that. But the article goes on to say that, like, the firehouse table used to be where the most of the peer support happened. But we are now, like, not eating meals together together. Because some people are bringing in their own food or, like, you're not cooking together. Yeah, because it's the whole day, right? Yeah. I mean... It's shopping. It's... Just spending know. time together. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not even it's not even just the meal, you know, because if guys congregate towards the kitchen or wherever they're at and they're together all day and you're talking all day, it's a good place to be. I mean... That's why I like... I do like double company. I do too. But, like, even single company, you can still have that. But, like, one thing I, in a place I used to work, we had a big bunk room, and you didn't have individual bedrooms. Yeah. And so, even though it kind of... you just lay in bed at night and still talk? Yeah, we'd have okay. these things called BMPs, bed-making parties, <laughs> where everyone would go in and, like, make their beds, and then you'd, like, just hang out in there for however long. Like, you all just laying, laying down, looking at the ceiling, and... No, like, like you're just, like... Hey. You make your beds and then it's like, like everyone. It's like that Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah, with the, you. they're at camp <laughs> with him. And, they start uh, singing along, and then what? The captain comes in and shuts you guys down or yeah. something. But it was, hey, it was exactly get me down like in here. It's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, like, Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah, that's great. Uh, they're like, we had the braces on. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you bring up a clip. Maybe. I will. Yeah, right. hell yeah. And so yeah, you I'll bring it up now. Oh, I just got an idea. Would you want to sing that song that we heard on the radio today? Oh, you mean Ironic by Alanis Morissette? I love that song, but remember, we gotta keep it down because it's after lights. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, all right, okay. Here we go, here we go. (laughs) No, man, turn 98. You won the lottery. 
who died the next day. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay. And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? There was is two I camp crying? counselors, remember? There was the Key and Peel guy. He was a Oh, yeah. Then, was, then, then this guy. Is, it, is this the Key and Peel? Oh, then this guy. Is it good Boys! Boys! What's with all the dang racket in here? Is this what you felt here? like sometimes? Sorry, Mr. Fletcher. Like we were Colbert just singing and... a song. We <laughs> were just singing a song. There are times, and I'm I'm not <laughs> innocent to any of the talk that goes around, So, uh, but there are times I sit at the kitchen table with our crew, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Especially you guys. Yeah, you and Kohlberg, and then when you get another Academy buddy in there, and like... Um, Moto or uh, oh, Jesus, it yeah. just it's nonstop. You guys are you guys I, are relentless. It's the best, man. It's the best. I try and tell like now I'm an instructor out there. I try and tell these people like, and you guys might be sick of each other. We're in like 20 weeks in. Like these are the tightest relationships you're gonna have in the fire service. Like it's that trauma bonding that you go through. Yeah, and you're gonna have like these people in your life for like the rest of your career and then maybe then some it's pretty special but yeah it goes back to this article it's like we are focusing so much on having a structured peer support but it's, it's a pretty cold atmosphere if well you ask yeah me. well think about this right like a plan you know like hey we're gonna be there at 2 p.m right we're all gather and talk it's like what that's that's not my thing. I don't want I mean, to talk to But it works for some people. I, the, the effort is not being discounted for sure, but... It's a good thing. I, I mean, anybody who has maybe been in the fire service more than a decade or more, you know, like before things got really PC and things started to get recorded, thing, everybody's reporting everything. Yeah. Uh, the, the dark humor that would happen at firehouse kitchen tables is a huge coping mechanism that works, you know? Yeah, and like two things can be true. You can all you can have this structured peer support, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. But you can't forget about the fact that like we need to foster a good firehouse culture because when that goes away, this structured peer support thing doesn't work for everybody. Right. And the firehouse culture necessarily doesn't work for everyone all the time. So like you know where an, you know where another good spot that I don't think happens anymore is on the rig. Oh, yeah. Like driving back to and from calls. Yeah. I mean, that's a big place where I think uh, people are afraid to say stuff, and, you know, that's a good way to decompress. And I think I have a theory on why that is. I think with men in specifically, if you're having a face-to-face, eye-to-eye conversation, it's harder to open up. It's harder to be vulnerable. Okay. But when you're sitting side-by-side, side, and I, I read this book on – on parenting where like when you're having tough conversations with your kids, specifically a male kid, the best time to do it is driving. Oh man. Because you just went for a drive last night. And it, me and my boy, you know, like because he he's in that permit stage. You yeah. Know? And uh just drove around and we talked the entire time. And and I figured out this is the first time we've really done it. Like we we talk. Yeah. The first time we've because we're getting into driving, but the first time we just went around and drove and started talking, usually it's 
the the first drives have been just instruction and yeah, you know, it's ten minutes, and we just drove around the neighborhood, round and round, and just talked. And I was like, but when I got back, I was like, we need to do this very often, especially just going in high school and all that. It was we, awesome. You, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, that's great, but I think that men would feel much more less vulnerable if like they don't have to look somebody directly. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go in next shift, go to Kev, be like, hey, we're just going to drive around the district <laughs> He's going He's going to kill you. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. But I think that's, that... That's called trolling for trauma, and we don't do that. No, 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 no. Um, having those Speaking moments... Speaking of vulnerable, where, that makes your rig vulnerable to more calls, so you can't do that. <laughs> God, are you soft. Having those moments where you can not have to look anybody and you can still kind of open up and talk or bullshit, like those are important moments. And so I think that as we move into what I'm sure is the next level of trying to help out everyone's mental health, which I think is a vital piece of our job, we can't discount the fact that that firehouse culture is important.